the 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911. This is the Dave Congleton Show, always your hometown radio talk show, kicking off the 4 o'clock hour on this Thursday, January 11th, 2024. During the uh, second half, we'll put the focus on the folks up at Camp Natoma in North County. Very, very interesting partnership that they have set up. Uh, I'd invite you to stick around for that. Dr. James Armstead in, in an hour will explain the controversy surrounding Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin and his unexplained absence. And we'll hit other foreign policy topics as well. You're listening to Hometown Radio for the Central Coast. It is the Dave Congleton Show. This segment, always good to be in conversation with former Grover Beach mayor and local activist and author Debbie Peterson. Debbie, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Dave. Thanks for joining us. Do you feel shredded? Are you feeling shredded well, I remember at all? Someone once said, you, 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 you know you're someone once you get shredded. Yeah. Well, the New Times today devoted the first half of their column to shredding Debbie. I'll give you a chance to respond to that in a minute. But first, let's kind of remind people what all this is about. You're the former mayor of Grover Beach. This isn't some kind of vanity campaign. This is about the people who turned in their ballots, Right. Yeah, there were 2,000 people who sent in letters representing 2,000 households in Grover Beach saying, we can't afford to have our water rates double, and they will in about four years. Um, they're going up. Now, it's interesting because I've seen this on KSBY and in the New Times. The water's going up $13 a month. That is correct. But what they don't say is the sewer rates are also going up. And um, so that's a little bit of, it's kind of misleading because what people care about is the bottom line of their bill. If they get their water bill, it's all on there. They're going to, it's going to go up um, about tw- just over $20, mm. almost $21. So to clarify, the papers, the recall papers have been served. And who are you trying yes. to recall? Uh, Mayor Karen Bright and Council Member Zach Zimmerman and Dan Rushing. Because they were the three votes in favor of this project. Correct. Okay. Um, and so what happens now? The papers have been served. What's the process, Debbie? The papers have been served, and it's now sitting with the city clerk, and uh, we're waiting to see if any of the three of them wish to respond. They have three days, uh, sorry, seven days to do that, and after that, then we will need to advertise in teeny tiny print um, in the classifieds the names of everybody who signed um, to recall them. And we have, I think, 96 signatures for Zach and 94. Uh, 96 for Dan, 94 for Zach, and 109 for Mayor Bright. And actually, we had to start turning people away. People kept asking if they could sign. And we had, that. you know, it gets expensive advertising all those names. We only needed 60. Sure. But then there's some kind of election. Oh, yeah, 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 of course. So what this does is this just gives us the opportunity to now do some more petitions, the official petitions, 
And so we need 2,000 for Mayor Bright and um, Councilmember Zimmerman, and we need 500 for um, Councilmember Rushing because he ran in his district, and we're in the process of changing over. And uh, the other two ran uh, at large for the community, so we need 2,000 for each of them. And uh, once we've got that, then um, it goes that the city council has 14 days to meet, and then they have to decide to call an election any time between 88 and 125 days later. And at that point, the community can vote and they can um, make their feelings known. Do they or do they not wish to recall uh, these three members of the council? Now, do you have to run candidates against the incumbents in a recall, or is this merely whether or not they're removed? We are still looking at that. We, At this point, we know for sure it's whether or not they're removed. Certainly, it used to be the case you could run candidates against them, but it's beginning to look a little bit like, and, and I need to get some legal advice on this. Um, anyone? Anyone out there? Um, but uh, one of our local gurus, uh, who's not a, an attorney, says that it looks like the new law says that you cannot run new candidates against them, that, they, that the city council has to appoint so we'll see. We we need to, but we do have candidates to run against them. Certainly, in the in the um, November election, which is when we'll do the initiative. Great. What do we need in Grover Beach? More appointed city council members. <laughs> and that's the problem. I think. <laughs> I think almost everyone on the council has been appointed. Yeah. Including the mayor. I, yeah. want, I mean, they've run. Some of them have have also run for office after that and been elected. Would you run for one of those seats, Debbie? No, I don't want to run. Um, if nobody else will, I will, but I really don't want to. I served for 14 years, and I like the George Washington model where you go and you serve your time, and then you go back to your to your regular work. You go back. So I'm, I'm not interested in serving. I'd love to see some new people come forward. Is there a, re- uh, is there a website for the recall movement? Not what there is, but we don't have it up and running yet. Okay. It, it will be. We had one for the, the 2,000 letters. Um, you know, that was the itflowsdownhill.com, but we do not yet have uh, one up for the recall. On the Stahlberg line, here we go. Grover Beach's 33.5 million portion of Central Coast Blue will largely be paid for by grants of $27 million. As a five cities resident, I feel Debbie Peterson needs to stop playing the recall game and allow this project to continue before the grants are lost and the cost continues to increase. Respond, please, Debbie. I'm not sure those figures are right. Um, as far as I know, there's 17 million outstanding that 16 to 17 million uh, outstanding that we're still responsible for, and they're hoping that some other grants may come in to help cover that. Um, and uh, you know, I can quit playing the recall game, but there's still 1,999 other people out there or households out there, each of which has an average of almost two voters. So there's still an, you know 4,000 votes out there. So it really doesn't matter if I quit or not. Yeah, the shredder quoted Karen Bright, the mayor, of accusing you of basically inflating the numbers. <laughs> no. And which numbers are we talking? Oh, the numbers of the cost. Okay, yeah. so the, the mayor said that the cost is $93 million, not $99 million. And I will, I will say that there is not... There's really nothing that I've quoted anywhere that hasn't come straight out of their reports, because I always like to be able to document the things that I say. And um, there's a report back in back in 
September, I think September 25th council meeting, where it explains that it is 93 million left for the project, but there was 6 million already paid. So that 93 and 6 means that it really is a $99 million project. Uh, on the Stolberg text line, if there is a special election, what will the cost be? It's not expensive. Well, I don't know what the cost will be to the city if they can combine it with other special, you know, other special elections that are coming at the same time. Some of the costs will be reduced. Um, so perhaps I know Morro Bay has an initiative. Um, I know that there's also um, some folks are trying to recall Bruce Gibson. So if all of those came through at the same time, it would be less expensive for the city. But it will cost some money. It always costs money when when our elected representatives don't represent us. For the uh, uninitiated, Debbie, let's just take, without getting too deep in the weeds, what is Central Coast Blue? What is the project at the heart of all this? It is a project to place uh, 19 wells in and a water treatment plant and um, some pipelines in the streets of Grover Beach and um, to inject uh, somewhere between 750 and 850 acre-feet of water into our aquifer. The um, stated purpose is that it will reduce seawater intrusion, but the reports show that it will actually make it more likely because they're taking more out than they're putting back in, even though they're putting some back in. Um, and that's basically it. They, they're trying to help. In ter- they feel they say they'll be helping in terms of drought, although they're going back to the same well when there's a drought. So I don't quite understand how that logic works. Um, and that's it. They, yeah. they claim they will save us from seawater intrusion and save us from the next drought. We are in conversation with former Grover Beach Mayor Debbie Peterson. Explain to us the recall movement that is underway against three members of the Grover Beach City Council. We'll pick up that conversation as we continue right here on KVEC. The current mayor of San Luis Obispo, Erica Stewart, joins us tomorrow in conversation. Meanwhile, we are chatting with former Grover Beach Mayor Debbie Peterson, who seems to be uh, leading the Grover Beach recall campaign against the current mayor and two of the city council members for their recent votes in support of the Central Coast Blue Project. Let's take a call. We've got Brenda in Grover. Hey, Brenda. Well, hi, Dave, and hi, Debbie. Hi, Brenda. Hey, Brenda. I don't want to take up too much time, but I just want to say a couple things. In 2021, the lake was only 30% full. Lake Lopez. The lake is full now. We have lots of water. The cost of the Central Coast Blue Project has nearly tripled since it was first introduced. The location has almost also been moved. And this was never brought back to the community of Grover Beach to even talk about. No one ever said with the cost being tripled that they would have to double the water rates almost to be able to qualify for millions and millions of dollars of loans to put Grover Beach in debt. That's all I wanted to point out, and I'm really glad that you're taking a lot of time to talk about this subject. I'm a real estate broker. I've sold a lot of homes here. Many of the people in town don't even understand what's going on. Thank you, Debbie, for all your help, and thank you, Dave, for interviewing her. Brenda, thank you for calling in. We appreciate the call. Thank you. What do you say in response to that, Debbie? Well, she's right. You know, this decision to put a water treatment plan and pipelines and 
Bill 16 Wells in Grover Street did not come back to the people. It was made by Central Coast Blue, an unelected body with uh, three mayors, two of whom are not in our city. So our city would have been outvoted if our mayor had voted on our behalf. And, um, you know, it, 10 years ago, 2014, the city of Grover Beach decided that they did want something nice. They wanted their streets fixed. And so they raised a bond. They raised their property taxes 10% now in order to pay to fix their streets. But because they're paying additional money to fix their streets, there's really not enough, enough left for another huge project. And that really is the problem. Um, and especially not a huge project where, unlike repairing the streets, they haven't been asked if they want to have these things to tear up those streets that they just paid to fix. All right, let's go to Brett in San Luis on KVEC. Hi, Brett. Hi. Hi. Two things. Two things. One is, I believe with Santa Clarita, they did an injection project like this as, as well, and they injected hundreds of millions of gallons of water into this aquifer, and it, they never found where it went. They never <laughs> were able to draw it back out. And so that's one thing. There's no guarantee that if you inject this water into this into this into this area that you can actually pull it back out. It may go some flow someplace they don't even know where it went. Hang on, Brett. Brett, 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 hang on. I'll come back to you. Debbie. Do you know anything about Santa Clarita? Um, I, I I've heard that story before, and I and for us, yes, it is experimental. Uh, they they're using models, but a model isn't the real thing, especially when it's something you can't see and it's underground. Yeah. What else, Brett? And the other thing is, I'm just kind of wondering why you just didn't put an initiative on the ballot. Oh, we have. <laughs> that's the that's the other thing we're doing. Thank you. Well, yeah, we I, have. I just got this kind of thing about you know recalling people because they're making bad decisions. I mean, if that's the case, we've been recalling candidates all the time, our uh, members of uh, you know elected officials all the time, which we seem to be getting in the habit of. That bothers me a little bit. Yeah, they're making a bad decision. But if you've got an initiative on the ballot uh, to, I guess I'm assuming to pull out of this project, then I don't see what the point would be. Then, yeah. thank you. We'll talk about that, Brett. Thank you. So explain the voter initiative process, Debbie. What's happening on that angle? Uh, well, I'm going to come back quickly on what he said, that um, it's not simply this issue. There have been several issues that people are taking exception to. And if you don't remove the people making bad decisions, they keep making those bad decisions, if you're seeing several of them in a row. As far as the initiative, um, it's really simple. There is a ballot statement which explains why people would like to have the initiative. But the initiative simply says that the decision by the council to double, or not, it doesn't say double, to increase the water rate is repealed and we will go back to the rates that were in place set in place in 2021 to increase every year for five years that we would go back to that rate structure do you want to comment all on the new times and the shredder and the current issue came out today they've devoted the first two-thirds pretty much to attacking you I know it's really funny. I think, you know, they talk about libel and slander, which, of course, is something that only the courts can determine. And, it, of course, it's not libel and slander if it's true. Um, but what everybody is really concerned about is the issue. They're concerned about the fact that they can't afford to do this, and they're not convinced that it's something that will work or that it's something that will fix um, the problem that we're trying to fix. And so if anybody is slanderous, well, let's see. The shredder said, throw the bums out. Hmm. I don't think we've called them names. <laughs> and, then, and then the mayor, I think, what did she say? She said, I was a liar. I was deceitful. I was, anyway, 
Um, and I'm not going to go there. It's not really about her. It's not about me. And I don't want to make it about either of us. It's about 13,000 people in a community that um, is attracting grants for the whole project for the other two much more wealthy communities because of our demographics and a council that doesn't seem to understand the demographics. Did you and, did you sign, yeah. the, you meaning the city of Grover Beach, have they signed any kind of contract or agreement to come on board Centrico's Blue that can be enforced? Um, well, yes and no. There is an agreement between the three cities. It was We were told in 2022 that uh, we had enough money to do it based on the 2021 rate study for water and that we wouldn't need to pay any more, that that would be sufficient. It wouldn't go any higher than that. And um, at that time then, everybody signed up and agreed that we would have Central Coast Blue, we would all be involved, and there is a get-out clause. It, it says that um, we have to stay in for six months, pay our expenses then, and after that, um, the assets are divided up between the three parties, the three cities. Um, the shredder, I'm just looking at the shredder here. The shredder calls this a slicked, polished project meaning Central Coast Blue, and they don't e seem to understand why anybody would be opposed to this. <laughs> I don't think they've been reading the reports, and, and I can understand this rhetoric because there are thousands of pages of those reports. And um, But one of the things those pages show is that, if you just think about it logically, they're saying they're going to put about 1,000 acre feet in, and the rain puts about 1,000 acre feet in. That's 2,000 acre feet. We can safely draw just like now, we draw a thousand safely without causing seawater intrusion. However, they're going to take out 2,500, not 2,000, which is a safe yield. They're taking out 500 more every year, year on year on year. And then, which their reports show is more likely to cause seawater, cause seawater intrusion than what we have right now. And then, when there's a drought, it's supposed to save us. After we've drawn it down 500 acre feet more every year, we're going to go back to the very same well that they're saying doesn't work for us now. So it really, when there's a drought, you can't go back to the same well that isn't serving you. Yeah. I doesn't make sense. We're at the one-minute mark with uh, Debbie Peterson. Are there going to be any public forums for people to attend to find out about what the recall is all about? Well, we certainly do want to have a public meeting, and we. this is such early days. We haven't had a chance to get all that organized yet, but we will. There will be more. We'll let you know. All right, and you're also going to have a website up shortly. Yes. What can people do in the meantime? What do you, what's the call to action here? Well, you can call me. I am the communications person. I'm not the founder. I'm not the boss. But I do. I am the one in charge, or not in charge of, but helping with representing everyone. And that's 805-550-4490. Feel free to give me a call. And if you can't remember that, reach out to me and I'll put you in contact. All right, Debbie, thanks for checking in. Final thoughts, please. Um, read the stuff. Learn what learn what it is. Figure it out, and seek first to understand. That kind of says it all. All right, Debbie. Thanks for joining us. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday, Dave. All right, off we go. Let's go to California headline news, and then ABC Radio News. Craig updates us with time saver traffic and weather together. Up next, we're uh, visit with our friends from Camp Natoma up in North County. This is a great story that they're about to share. You want to hear this. And then Dr. Ar James Armstead joins us. And finally, Jeff Bliss. Two more reasons to keep listening to The Dave Congleton Show.
920 KVEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111